Very good. Hey, such a hey, good start. Hey, note to editor Jay, when you see those two sets of claps. Ignore that I've first had, one. For I've me? Had. Yeah. Because that'll uh, make everything fit. I love notes that are after <laughs> the moment that I've already listened to. That's great. This is great yes. to hear this after I've already surely fixed it. Uh, <laughs> yep. Call me Shirley. Hi. Jay's really at the end of his rope today, guys. I thought I was, but you guys keep pulling more out. Uh, <laughs> those are called entrails. <laughs> they will be. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Today we're going to play Sorry. <laughs> We've I'm not. absolutely played that. I feel oh, like not. we have. Are you, Are serious? you certain? I don't know what you guys have played, but I haven't played so Sorry. I have not fucking marked it off. Wow. Okay. Well, all right. Maybe we're just confusing Jay's general thoughts about running a podcast with us. Yeah, Maybe. see, that's why I'm sorry. We are a real play 5th edition TTRPG D20 based system. Wow. Podcast. That's a mouthful. It is. It's getting kind of wordy. Yeah, but anyway, it sucks that we're forced uh, I'm to going say it to be that way your, now. I'm going to be your game master. and uh, but, but before we do all that, we're going to play the game of Sorry, or maybe 13 Dead and Drive. Uh, sorry, either one Mama. of those. Ooh, ooh. I never uh, These guys seem to think that we've played Sorry, but I've never played Sorry with them. Okay, Mitch. <laughs> Clinton out his closet, all right? And uh, I'm not sorry for anything other than knowing you guys, but as you guys introduce yourselves, why don't you guys tell us what, what you're sorry about? I think that's a good vibe to go into. Hey, I'm Ryan, and I play number nine, who is a Warforged Artificer. I also play point one and point two, who are little Warforged Artificers. And uh, I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Jeff. I play Rayisk, who is a monk who's learning. Sorry, who's a rogue who's learning to monk. Not a monk who's learning to rogue. I do the rogue pretty good. Um, and I'm sorry that, you know, that me and these guys kind of got off on the wrong foot. When you say me and these guys, is it the IRL guys or character guys? Mm, no los dos. Fair enough. And 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 the last of us here, uh, the the last, final one, but most certainly not least. Still fiddling with a goddamn definitely, cup. definitely not least in import. Definitely not least in size. It is I. Good God, grip I it and rip play. it, bud. I'm so <laughs> grip it and rip it. And so I play the character Aderu, who started off as a barbarian and has now finally taken his first level and. <laughs> Nice. You had, two? <laughs> you had two? It's a big cup. And I can't wait to see how my character's growth continues. Let me pull up my mm. stupid character sheet. Let's get this fucking show on the road. Oh, and I'm not sorry. We know. That's good. You know, that's fine. I was going to be sorry for what I'm about to do to you guys today, but I no longer am. That's that's fine. Par for the course. I, I, want to, I want to thank you all, in fact, for making it just so easy to do. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black powder. Black powder. Black. Ka-chow. You suck. <laughs> Fucking say black powder. Black powder. God damn it. Black powder. There it black is. Black powder. Fuck my life. <laughs> I load one gun with a damnation bullet. And one with the special bullet. I go to a place far and secure. 
fire the shot, then aim and fire at the portal with the damnation bullet that should send me through quickly. Well, at least get you there. Yeah. You two, you two can be near the portal. As I point to Finbagi and Aderu. I, I've been, I've been trying to set this up for way too many years to leave it in the hands of, not no offense, a drug addict. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna back him up. I'm gonna keep him safe. I'm gonna spot for him. How about if you're not gonna get me grog for today, some grog for afterwards? I'm out. I don't have any here. Yes, let's go to grog. We also can get some potions. As you pass in front of it, of the Golden Garter, standing in the doorway, smoking a big, fat, rolled up like cigarette, Eric, the barbarian. Eric? Hey! Hi! You want me to fuck him up? <laughs> no, that's okay, right. thank you. Uh, I'm going where I want to go. It's time to go home. Citizen, get back in your building. Now. Get fucked, robot. And then coming out of a back room is this old woman in what appears to be a mechanized wheelchair. Fuck. Number nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. So you are... A Warforce unit with its own thoughts and feelings. Have you have you finally broken the code, Martha? After all this time, this argument we've had between the two of us, and you figured out how to create life. And he just he just rolls out like a big old keg. It's like that'll blow up. I don't have any use for it right now, making healing potions. But that shit's volatile as shit. It's not alcoholic. You can't drink it. And Krog also gives you a little wink. What if what if we just left? Like we took all you know. All, Are you kidding all your me? your plans, and we just made we can. Go back to the old workshop. What old workshop? Where we used to do work? Yeah. You realize this is the old, the old workshop. Wait, this. You always worked here. It's in the same place. No, nine. I've I've been in control of Santitas for a long time, even before they put it on the lease. It is the day of the meeting. You know that it's going to go down in the evening. You haven't heard from Nine, and uh, Aderu, you also know that Finbagi is incredibly mad because Rayask is hammered. You've watched Rayask drink periodically a lot, but Rayask was stone cold sober when he made a very big point of getting a whole keg of Krogrog. And uh, I think it's safe to say that in his desire to not feel shitty, he may have gone overboard. Checks out. God fucking damn it, you piece of shit. Wake up! What? I'm awake. Not you. Yes. Yes. How are we feeling? Good. Mm-hmm. Rayask looks at Finbagi and Which his... Which one? <laughs> and yes. his eyes... And his eyes um, open and close out of sync, uh, which is very noticeable because he has very large eyes set in his face. Do you see a problem at all? I'll be fine. I doubt that. And then he uh, he takes a step back and his face no longer fills your vision and you realize that you are in the middle of the street outside of the shack. Maybe too much. As you say that, the world starts to move a little bit and you re- you vaguely realize that he has you by the feet and is dragging you inside. Uh, Adara, you you are... Uh, Does a 14 hit? To hit Rask? Yeah, sure, yeah. he's prone. <laughs> uh, Adara's just throwing He pebbles. has advantage. 14 doesn't hit, but oh, okay. he has advantage because oh, okay. I'm prone. <laughs> Does a does a nat twenty six hit? Definitely. Adair is just picking up little pebbles and just 
flicking them off of Raisk's forehead as he gets dragged back in. Yes, this is helpful. This is great. This is exactly the fucking people that I needed to help me on the biggest fucking operation of my life. Has anyone heard from Nine? Last night when she went to see her maker. And nothing. She went in there for intel. And nothing. I haven't heard anything. Look, she's, she told him that big thing. Just like I thought she fucking... I told her not to go and talk to her. You see him grumble as he just leaves you. Once he gets you within the doorway, he just drops your feet and walks. Kind of stops off. If Nine told them everything, do you really think we'd still be sitting here fucking around with this drunkard? They'd be bearing down on us already. There'd be no conversation here. That's a good point. That's a good point. That helps. Yeah, that helps. Where the fuck have we heard from her then? Maybe there'd be nothing more to hear. The plan was for Nine to bring the Maker and Exfiltrate with her. So far, nothing changed. We assume everything good. Yes? Proceed as planned. Still, still going to plan. Um, Rayesk is going to try to roll up onto his hands and then end up on his feet. So so you try to do like a, a weird languid kip up? What are you doing? I'm going to roll up onto my hands like into a handstand and end up on my feet. Okay. As the ancient elders of our time say, he is about to drop on the deck and flop like a fish. Yeah, roll me an acrobatics with disadvantage. Safe to say everything I ask you to roll will be a disadvantage. That's, hey, that's okay. <laughs> because I rolled a 12 twice. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> I got it, Mitch. Thank you. That was for me. Yeah, I got you, fam. So that's a total of 18. All right. Uh, It looks for a second. You, you you do it. You land on your feet, and it's not till you're on your feet that you stumble over for, like, three steps. Like, but you're up. <laughs> ja Captain Jack Sparrow pose, you know? Getting that balance. Oh, good! He's and stained! Don't you. Bye. Alright. I want to run through my forms, since I assume this is the morning. You, you start doing them. Nobody's here to knock you over. It's hard to tell if you're doing a good job. How dare you! <laughs> uh, roll How me an athletics check. dare you! <laughs> He's, uh, he's never seen me do these before? Yes. Are you alright? No, he's having not. some kind of fits. Am I the one rolling the athletics check? Yeah, just go ahead. Oop. He's drunk. He can knock himself down. Oh, that's gonna suck for this. I rolled a nat 20, but disadvantage. And then? 15. <laughs> alright. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, ne he's, ne he's never seen you do them before, even though there's this, this moment where you're like, for some reason you feel like you should knock him over. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so, um, you, Reyes, are you okay? I go, yes, something I learned with the cult, or whatever you call them. Why? To help me adjust to life outside the primacy, and also these. And then he waves his big claws in the air. Finn Boggy's like, I tell you, get this guy to sober up as quickly as you can. We got work we need to do. We gotta find our position before things get too heavy. Before they put the guards hey, on it. Okay, what you talking about, Finbogi? He's fine, look at him. And there he just puts his hand flat on the raised forehead and pushes. Roll a post-athletics as we've done in the past. It's a nat one. Beat it, baby. <laughs> oh, shit. My first roll was a 14 and I was like, I'm doing good. I'll probably roll higher than that. Nat one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Who has uh, higher decks? Who has higher decks? You, no, 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 no. I, I don't even it, care. You, no, you push him. Jay, we have to you, figure out who has higher decks. Yeah, sure. You can figure out who lands on top. Uh, because you push on his head and he freaks out, grabs your arm, and you both just fall over on top of each other. 
I have a plus three. I obviously have the higher decks. You I should. would hope so. You should. Yeah, somehow Raisk does end up on top of the pile, but Finbagi is just standing over the both of you with his head, just head in his hands, just, oh, fuck me. I ship it. <laughs> Fancy taking a walk, Finn. See what kind of trouble we're looking for later, yes? There's a horse trough outside. Go dunk yourselves in it. And then, yes, that is what we're gonna do. I am fine. Then wake the fuck up. You got knocked over by a drunk. Uh, I get up, and I walk out to the horse trough. And I, uh, I, I like, splash myself in the face. I don't, I don't swim in it. I just dunk my head in for a little while. He's not garalting. Right. I just, uh... Roll a constitution check. Uh, or, sorry, I save. And, uh, the DC is 20. Jesus Christ. This disadvantage on on today of all days. Yes. It's another nat 20. Um... It's a shame to lose that. Yeah. Your dice are mocking you, sir. They are. What you get? Oh another nat 1? Is it a perfectly no, balanced... No, nat 2! Oh, goody, goody, goody. Yeah, you're still Moving drunk. Moving up Five. in the world. You're cold now and drunk. Um... But when you do pick your head up, the alley across the street, you in the uh, the light glow of early morning, you see the firefly of a lit cigarette. I uh, am holding onto the trough with all four of my available appendages as I bring my head up. And I see him and my uh, eyes still blinking out of sync and my skin uh, lightly fading in and out of the blue and black hexagonal pattern. and. I just contemplate the possibility of that being Darbin. <laughs> there he splashes his hand around a little bit in the trough next to Risk. Turns back to Finbogi. Are you happy? All better for you? Freshened up in the morning, hey? <sighs> yeah, yeah, happy. Absolutely. Y'all ready to start our day? I don't think it's the wisest to be taking this one with us. Look at him. Food. How fucking good are you with a rifle? Food. Wait, food. We can be taking him with us later, but I mean, for now. I don't want to be dragging him around at his drunkest. We can't just go to fucking breakfast. The place is on lockdown. You don't own any food. Nothing that'll help you get sober. Meat. I, he, he does not have food. He, he has been living meagerly for years before you arrived. I reach into my coin purse. I give him ten gold. And I look him and I grab him with one of my claws, probably too hard, and go, Can you get it, food? This time, both eyes open, staring, red and gold, weird W pupils. If I didn't need you, I'd try to drown you in this fucking trough. I'll be back. I'll find food. I have rations. Don't I always have. Him. I always have rations. Good thing to have. Never know when you need it. Give him the rations. I'll get everything ready inside. And he goes inside. I, uh, he keeps I your ten you... gold. Fuck that. <laughs> he absolutely keeps that. <laughs> I, uh, I give Rask a case of rations. A fucking case? <laughs> well, like, a, a bundle or whatever, you know. A I could. Worth. I have enough of them. I could give him a case. I'm not giving him my whole case. Gives him a day's worth. Yep. Heart attack and jerky. Yep. Hell yeah. Breakfast of champions. I squat there. I do the, Are you I good do the Slav squat. I eat my rations. Are you good if I leave you here? I nod. I go inside to harass him, Boggy. Did you seriously just leave him outside? I can't- I swear to God, if it's just you when I turn around. I know another we could use for distraction in your operation. He is here. I know where to find him. Any reason you didn't bring this up when we were making our plans? I did not know, until I walked nine home last night. 
I... Fuck, 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 fuck. You don't bring somebody in last minute. Can you trust him? No. But neither can they. He just, like, he's got this wide-eyed manic look on his face. Um, roll insight on Finbagi. All right, big dice. You've been mean to me this morning. You're on timeout. That's 17 plus stuff. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go go, go ahead. Bring him in. It's fine. It's 30-20. 30-20? Yeah. No. He, yeah, go ahead. Bring him in. It's fine. Perfect. We'll kind of, uh, figure out what kind of distraction. Uh, make sure he knows not to make any move till after the gunshot. He's a big blunder and oaf. I figure we just pay him to kill them. Like I said, after the gunshot. Gunshot's our best shot, but if he can help us put one down, then I'm all for it. Your insight shows you that Finbagi knows that everything about his plan is going tits up. And he's not gonna stop. There's nothing on Earth. You, you, you realize there's nothing that could happen that would make him stop this plan. This is too important to him. Do you want to vet the man, or do you want me to just reach out to him? No, no, I got a lot I gotta do. I've gotta carry some extra weight, and uh, we've gotta get ourselves situated before nightfall. So no, I trust you, Adairu, to go and conscript whoever we need. As you say. Is there anything else you need? I'd fancy a bit more knowledge about where we'd be setting up, but... Uh... As you said, it's a bit difficult to be getting that information. I'll swing by on the way to my contact, see uh, if I can. He's had take a time. Look. He has had time. He has drawn you a map of the area. Like he, he's like, I couldn't take you there, but he gives you a surprisingly well done map of that local like block, and mm -hmm. he's like, this is the location we spoke of. This is where it's going down. If if that doesn't help, you will get a look at it. If if we can get everything ready and get to the area, you'll get a look around before we begin. Aye. Is there uh, anything I can bring back for that one to help sober it up? I have no idea. I don't know anything about fucking Crest King. Time. What do you guys do with your time? Sitting, eating hardtack and jerky, hoping this helps. I go to check on the fish, man. It helps a little bit. The, uh, the, the cigarette uh, disappears from the alleyway, eventually. I'm too drunk to know for sure, and this area is way too sketchy. Being outside these days is way too sketchy to just, like, go run into somebody by, for, per chance, mm -hmm. you know? But there it does come back in fairly short order. Are you well, friend? You well enough to be left alone? I nod. I ain't gonna be finding you wandering around the streets again, are we? We cannot have that. Not today. I shake my head. Is there anything I can fetch for you? Clean you up? Get you being better? Um, one raw egg, some chili powder, and... Some black pepper. I'll see what I can do. Finger guns, I'm out. You like that, Jay? Yeah, I do. Um, hmm. Nine. 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 You spent all night uh, with Martha. More or less, she cut out uh, a couple hours ago. But so, yeah, to, to finally get a little sleep. And, you know, she left you in the, 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 the lab, the, the, the new lab where you guys had been working on the Warforged unit that you guys were working on together, because she wants you to help her make one like you. Uh, what, what do you do in the, like, little time that you've had? Do I think this thing will actually act like me with what we've done uh, so far? Uh, not intuitively. Roll, roll a, uh, intelligence check. In an effort to know true humanity, Nine brings it to life and then suffocates it with a pillow. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's a nat one. Plus four. Nailed yeah. it! It looks like you. It, like, it's the same model as you. Why wouldn't it? Huh. I just, I don't know. I just didn't think it would be that easy. Okay. 77 did, right? 
70. Yeah, all of the older models have 75. Had similar expressed deviants. Yeah, expressed deviants or quirks as it's been talked about by people. The old models all are quirky. Okay, what do you do? Well, uh, I'm going to uh, I imagine there's like a balcony of some sort outside. You find one, yeah. Somewhere. Her her laboratory is not uh, where there's air. Uh, she she she's a dark room and candlelight kind of a person. But uh, you you can wander the halls and find a. a yeah, I'm gonna make my I'm I'm gonna explore a little bit. Sure. I wasn't given a tour. I'm gonna walk around. Ideally, okay. I would like to try and get outside. Sure. Uh, it doesn't take you long before you find a uh, yeah like a terrace like a yeah. Uh, because uh, this is a, essentially a fort, so you end up on like a like a battlement where you can overlook the city. Okay, cool. I uh, look, you know, take a look around, make sure no one's there. Uh, roll perception. What are my skills? <laughs> okay, that is a nine plus one ten. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so I am going to uh, one. Yes. Try and call risk. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Roll me an artificing check. What is an artificing check? Uh, it's uh, your intelligence plus your proficiency okay, modifier. Because <laughs> there's no good way to do like craft in this. But that, yeah, I was that's gonna say I don't think be. that's like a thing that you I use have. Device. It's a toolkit technically, but like for your general artificery, I assume you are trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's not a used device. No, there's a nothing useful as far as that. That would have been a handy one to keep, guys. They made toolkits uh, a thing. Fourteen plus four, eighteen. 18? Yeah. So this time around, you notice immediately as you're trying to make the call point Little airplane one, symbol. Yeah, point one isn't, like, getting through. Uh, I think that it, it it's, uh, there's typically when you, like, make a call, there is some sort of, like, a tone that's, like, almost, like, not audible for most people, but you've been working with these phones long enough that you know when it doesn't go through, and this time you catch it. But you, you fiddle with your, with point one's Yoon phone crystal, and Reyes, you get a, an, an incredibly, uh, yeah, that's right. You fiddle with their crystal, and whoa, Reyes, you get an incredibly grainy call from Nine. I hit the button when it floats around my head. Do you? I, I keep going until I do. <laughs> it takes a long time. But it, it takes a surprisingly long time for Reyes to answer the phone. Got it. Yeah, I. Are you okay? Yes. How How are you? How's it going? Sarah, I'm Rob. Well, Marco, Arabella, and we've been kind of really stuck, and uh, she told me about the meeting that's going to go down later today, and she's going to let me go with her. That's, that's great. Any usable intelligence? Uh, 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 right over here. My eyes shoot open, and clarity strikes. Crystal is there now. Yeah, they seem to uh, real interested in me. And they're kind of, they're kind of over. Uh, they're trying, we're trying to make another Warforged kind of like me. Any interest Gritchell has in you puts you in danger. He's kind of creepy, or, yeah, you fear, and she doesn't really seem to like him too much. Be careful. The things he's done, no one should experience. Trust me. I'll be careful. Also, we saw on the way here, we saw Eric on the way here. Eric's here, too. Yeah, he went with the Golden Carter. That, that's good. Maybe we could use him. Uh, I'm, I'm 
I've noticed for the talking to your point one kind of where it's kind of sparky. Have you done that here by other messages? I've gotten no other messages. There might be something blocking that. I'll try and see if I can look into that. That would make sense. She seems to keep her secrets very well. Anything going on down there that I need to know about? We are preparing. I'm really proud of you, Harry. Are you sure? Yes, I am fine. Don't, don't worry about me. You're right, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. We're going to need to talk about that after all this. But everything can be okay for later. Are we good? Yes, yes. No more to drink. And I salute the phone. <laughs> There's a loud smack as he smacks it. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else that you can tell me from out there? I know I've been in here all night. Not that I can remember. Yeah, okay. Where's your parent? <laughs> He's off getting supplies. Instead of for eggs and paprika. <laughs> and where's the barbie? Also off. Also getting supplies. Doing more of the same. Okay, well, uh, I've been getting your guy requests, so if there, if anything comes up, let me know. I'll try and get another one RP guys later, before the meeting. Confirmed. Alright, good luck. Thank you, Frank. Hang up. I grabbed the thing with my claw, try not to break it. Nine. Put it away. Uh, as you, uh, hang up your unit phone and you turn around, you notice something that was on against the uh, the outer wall sitting out here. It's a strange sort of antenna coil that you didn't notice on your way out. It's tucked into a corner. And you notice there's a, that, like, when you, after you see it, you see that there's, like, one on, like, other insta- like, fort installations. And, uh, like, uh, all along the, the fort. fort. Yeah, thank you. Uh, watchtower. Watch, all along the watchtower, yes. <laughs> the crenellations. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Got you, fam. Okay, yeah. I would like to go check it out. Sure. You know the check. I just made you roll it. Yep. Roll a Spider-Man check. There's a 16 plus 4. Funny. This is not Yoon technology. This is uh, something that you haven't bumped into before, but as you kind of give it a look over, you get the distinct impression that it's some sort of conjuration like related artifice. It's magic. Well, it's it's artifice. So artificery is, is, is magic in its own yeah, sense, fair but, uh, it's still re- So you guys are hijacking the, the normal schools of magic to do things that like no normal person should be able to do, but you're still using magic sources to do so. Like you're channeling it by cheating through like runic shit and the right materials. So am, I, am I able to like understand what it is and what it does with my 20? Yeah. You look around and it, it makes you like, you realize that this thing it, it's not just, it doesn't conjure anything. As you kind of look at it, you realize that it's specifically designed to stop any such thing from happening in its, like, radius. It's like a jammer. Yeah, but for a very for the very specific type of magic. Am I able to tell what type? Yeah, conjuration. And teleportation by also extenuation. It's like a thin metal cone that would fit over one's cranium. Yes. To keep the bad waves out. Yes. Um, no, if I not that if I all. tinker with it a bit, am I able to figure out like how to turn it on and off? Roll me a second check. Seventeen. Immediately upon working on it, you realize this is Martha. Martha made this, uh, and it you you do not know how to 
like you you could break it. You feel like you could probably figure out. <laughs> Daru could turn yo, it off. I would argue that if it, if it's something of Martha's make, I probably have advantage on figuring it out. You are thirty years behind her tech, and uh, she is a very very highly advanced artificer compared to you. So no, I would make the argument that you in fact cannot. Not yet. Also, I mean, you didn't know what you didn't. You opened up one of those warforges at one point, and you're like, oh. What is this? Uh-huh, yeah. That's also Martha's tech. Yeah, she has moved to, like, circuitry and shit, which is something that you, it's not even in you. You don't have circuitry. Like, she's, uh, she's space age compared to the, the <laughs> steampunk that Nine is. Peasant? Okay, but I'm, but I think I could probably, you could break it. You could, yeah. you think you could break it, but you couldn't yeah. turn it off. Okay, I'm I not mean, gonna, I'm going to take note of this and, and leave. Uh, as you, uh, you step back inside, you are immediately confronted with a Warforged unit. Oh, hello. Uh, this Warforged unit, you immediately take it in. It's a weird shape. It is, like, the normal size, but it has, like, extra, like, arms sticking out of it. Each one ending in, like, a different tool, like a drill and a saw, and, like, like it seems to be some sort of, like... Multi-tool. Yeah, it's a multi-tool robot. Uh, and as you look up its body and you see all these, like, gears and cogs and all this stuff, uh, specifically designed for what it looks like to do work on all the various artifice that you've seen around here, you get to its face, and it looks remarkably like your own. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, can I ask your name? Or I guess your designation? And designation 9, series 7. You were not supposed to be here. So is that 97? Or like, 9, probably not, series probably not 7. Probably 9.7. Maybe it's a 9. Number 9, series 7. Oh, that's... What is your designation? Just 9. Number nine. Oh, an older unit. Yeah. Don't take that shade, Ryan. Clap this bitch. You are not supposed to be here. Why? I've been told to make sure that you stay within the confines of the laboratory. Oh, just the laboratory? Yes. Please follow me. I'm sorry, I just, you know, came out to get some fresh air. Is this a joke? Kinda. We don't have lungs. Oh. Uh oh. -huh. Uh -huh. Okay, let's go. I'm sorry. Yeah, so th this this unit, this strange unit, leads you away. Uh, your interaction gives you the distinct impression this one does not have personality or quirk. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it leads you back to the lab where um, you find Griddle and Martha and a new person who is dressed in robes similar to that of an Inquisitor, but his are in all black. The other notable thing about this person is that he has a decidedly hunched back. You hear Griddle, like, Griddle says something that you don't catch as you turn into the room. And then Martha's like, everything is in order, Griddle. Leave it to me. Everything's going to go smooth. We're in my turf. Everything's under my command. And, um, and then you hear the hunchback one go, it is imperative that we get everything done correctly and that this meeting goes well for the future of the primacy and peace. Are you certain that your new device is ready to work just in case? We want to make sure that no one can interrupt this meeting. Yes. The new device works. Thank you for your belief in my abilities. Good morning, everyone. Everybody stops and turns, kind of like, like, just slowly all look at you, and you see even Martha looks at you, like, irritated. Hi. And who is this? I'm number nine. Nice to meet you. This is, uh, this is an old unit that I found recently. Uh, it's been very interesting getting to know some of my old technology again. Nine, could you please, uh, just sit in the corner and wait, wait for me to finish? Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I'll be right here. Uh, you and uh, series nine points or nine series seven 
go over to the corner and you watch as Martha, Griddle, and this new character who you quickly hear them say, Sieko, are all having a talk about how this meeting is supposed to go with Alec LaCourt. Uh, they they, re they reiterate all the things that you already knew about the meeting. They are going to be doing it in the location, they said. And it's basically just sort of a, we're going to go over our bullet points sort of a meeting. It's pretty, like, perfunctory. I hate these parts because it's Jay has to talk to himself for exposition. And it's super <laughs> awkward. And I don't, and I wish that I had written it down for me. Well, you said that would have been quietly in a corner, great. so that's on you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, like, uh, so, yeah, you guys, you listen to him talk, and eventually the meeting comes back around to the, the, the security. And it's like, yes, we're going to have several monitored drones patrolling the area from the skies. They will keep an eye out for anybody in any windows, anything like that. As well as, we're going to have uh, Warforged, but they're going to keep the 200 yards away from everything going on so that everything feels safe and less placed after that uh everything should go smooth and everybody will and we'll uh we'll stop having a fight with Griffinport, and then we can focus on valeria yes yes that is the what we should do griddle guy have you has your yun towers intercepted any messages lately anything of note and griddle pauses for a moment thanks his eyes roll meet yours nine and then he goes no none and he gives a really weird, sickening smile to Siako. Then our meeting is adjourned. Let's go. We must get ready. And they shuffle out of the room. Everybody does? Uh, everybody but Martha. Everybody's shuffling? Uh, you're the worst today. You can talk again, Nine. Okay. I see you met Series 7. Yeah, she. they seem nice. Are they helpful? Very. I've made a lot of updates since the last time I saw you. I needed more hands. Better equipped tools to get my work done constantly evolving so to speak that's great uh should we continue working or do we need to get ready for the meeting i think we're out of time for today nine um i think really? it would be it's best like early morning still yes there's much i need to do i see is there anything i can help you with hmm is there something you'd like to help her with anything and everything jerry <laughs> it wasn't anything particular it was mainly just another way to keep next to her she is she is trying to essentially go about her day and essentially kind of dust you off. Like, she goes, no, not, like, so you can try to to affect this, but basically she's saying right now, uh, no, at the moment I have much that I need to do. I don't need your help for any of it. Uh, what you can do is when, when it gets toward the end of the day, please report to the, 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 uh, the general, and he's going to tell you what route you'll be patrolling because you did say you wanted to be around during this meeting. Yes. Uh, I don't see why, but I don't see why I shouldn't say sure. So, uh, what, where is the general? She tells you where. I'm not gonna map out this place. <laughs> Fair enough. Not, not, not for now. Anyway, no need. Um, nine series seven uh, did mention that uh, they needed to keep me in the laboratory. Yes, you were supposed to stay here. Uh, sadly, I had nine series seven doing something else before they could tell you. Looked like you snuck off there. Uh, I'm sorry. I just. You know, kind of wanted to, you know, look around a little bit. I've never been, yes. you know, this is all real new to me. And I wanted to see what was outside our little lab here. Mm-hmm. You've, you've made a very impressive, very big house. Yes, I kind of adopted it. Uh, anyway, oh. I have much that I need to do. Make sure you check in with the general. And, uh, Nine, it's, I, I will see you again soon and we'll continue our work. Okay. Like later today or after the meeting? Maybe tonight, if all goes well. Okay. I care not for 
politicking, but it calls. I understand. Gotta keep the money coming, gotta keep the pots flowing. Have a good day, Nye. And she leaves you. You have a good day, too. She's already gone. So, uh, are you gonna just follow me around? Of course. You like, you helping me? I am helping the maker. That's what I like to do. The maker does not need your help anymore. I don't know about that. You are obsolete. I suppose you might say that, yeah, sure. I did say that. Did you? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I didn't, what did you say? If you were obsolete, the maker does not need you anymore. When did you say that? 15.2 seconds ago. I don't know. I don't think I heard it come out of your voice box. Would you like me to take a look at your hearing sensors? No, they're fine, because I just heard you say that. If you say so. Okay. It just stares at you without, like, there's not, it's just answering you. If you keep, t- you are arguing with a computer. I'm fucking with a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're convincing chat GPT that it's crazy thinking that you did something successful with your day. Uh, <laughs> Aderu, where are you at, bud? It's getting on in the day, but you took off to go run an errand. What did you do? Hookers and beer. Yeah. Reyes had a good idea. Let's just tilt this shit. All the way over. Oh, no. No one survives the shipwreck if it's all bottoms up. Uh, Adair goes to market. He's trying to find eggs and and red pepper and, and black pepper. You got Okay. I'm going to remind you that the streets are literally patrolled by killbots and monitor drones. Mm-hmm. So do you just brazenly walk down the street? I mean, is there not a market? Nobody's <laughs> Sorry, allowed out of their house right now. Okay, so it's, it's, it's full lockdown. Even yeah. during the daytime. Yes. Okay, okay. I knew it was full lockdown at night. I didn't realize it was full lockdown during the daytime. That was my bad. During the daytime, there is limited use. But today, in particular, a message went out. Full lockdown. Nobody's allowed out today for obvious reasons. The higher-ups want nobody on the streets. Uh, I think initially, they did try to just go to the market. Then it was like, you know, hmm. First monitor. Uh, no people were on the street. And the first monitor flew by. Yeah. That, that's, that's, hmm, okay. So there is going to backstreet skulk his way over to the place that one asshole was. The Golden Garter. Sure. His favorite uh, hotel. There are a lot the of back fancy streets. bubble bath. It's fairly easy to actually sneak around town from monitor drones. And Warforts, they're not actually the most perceptive. The monitors are, but you can, you can stay under roofs. Roll me a stealth check. DC 12. Let's see how bad I can fuck this up, boys. Because they got a kitchen. They should... In theory, have stuff, right? That that's a it's a thing kitchens have. Aderu is uh, no no slouch when I'm, I'm sure it comes to stealing eggs out of anybody's backyard. That's a twenty one. Yeah. So you find yourself to the Golden Garter's kitchen's back door. Just gonna just gonna just gonna walk in there and be like, I need uh, I need, we're gonna do what we do with all military installations because this is a kitchen, so obviously it's paramilitary. And Aderu's gonna find the weakest looking link and just start making commands. Uh, you, you see two dudes hanging out talking to a chef. Two very large men who you recognize from your one trip to the Golden Garter. And they're sitting there arguing about something with the chef when they all see you come in the room. These are, these are my bouncer friends? Yes. Hello. Hey, it's uh, the guy. I don't know what my voice was, but this is it for now. If this guy didn't speak, it was his brother last time. I, I need some things. I, I need uh, eggs and... Uh... Red pepper and black pepper. Oh, you need eggs, and obviously you came to our kitchen to get eggs. Hey, go tell the boss that this guy wants eggs. And the other dude's just like, 
Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. And he walks do you, off. Do you need money? I, do I just take them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just give me just one second. I'll have somebody come down and give you, you know, she's got the card reader. If you remember, uh, do you still have your card? I do. Yeah, so she, he's like, yeah, just hold on. She's got the card reader. And then the, the, the lady shows up uh, with Eric. Um, hello, was it? What what can we... Hello! I don't know if there has the anatomy to do this physically, but his ears go flat. <laughs> What, um, what, what does us the pleasure of your arrival today? Hey, yeah, uh, friend come of, on, bud. How you doing? Friend of mine that requires some odd ingredients, and all markets are closed, so I thought come here and maybe buy from kitchen. They are food things. Eggs, red pepper, black pepper. Oh, someone's hungover. I don't think they have gotten to hungover yet. Mmm, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's, we are not a supermarket. But as you, as she starts saying that shit, you watch fucking Eric just start moving around the kitchen, opening up cabinets. But I, I have, I have my card. I buy with card, yes? Mm. You say anything I want to need, mm. I, I buy here with card, yes? Yes, you are one of our VIPs, are you not? Yes. Uh, she looks over at Eric as he's, like, opening shit up, and he's just like, Yeah, VIP treatment, come on. And, uh, he, he starts gathering the shit and some other stuff as well. It looks like he's making a fucking Bloody Mary. If you like, miss, I can escort him out. If he is troubling you. They they glance at each other and uh, roll roll insight. That's the thing I do? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. No, what's your basic? You're, oh, you're, okay. You're... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that roll wasn't it. Uh, 13 flat. You don't pick up much, but they do give each other a look and like a chuckle. It's just like, yes, uh, take him out of here. He's a problem. Come on. But he's got, he like tries to give like wide arms well, as he says it, but he realizes that he's holding, like, the whole bunch of shit, and he he's just stops. Do I need to give card or swipe or... And Dare's, like, brandishing his card at people because he doesn't know what to do. I don't pay anybody who's not hospitable. Let's go. As <laughs> he steals a bunch of shit from the kitchen, the chef's like, Hey! Hey! And you guys walk out the back door. Uh, Adair swipes his card in front of the chef's chest and uh, leaves with I'm Eric. not a fucking slot bot, you prick. You guys are outside holding a weird bunch of groceries. Hello. Do you want to kill a man? Uh, hmm. Well, uh, uh, you know, I gotta think about where I'm at emotionally and spiritually every day and try to really think about- yeah, yeah, no, I'd like to kill a man. Wh who? There's gonna be a meeting later in the day. Yeah? It's gonna be some primacy folk. Okay. And they are going to have a delegate from another town. Are- are you talking about the big meeting between the higher-ups and some hobnob from Griffinport? I believe so, yes. <laughs> Which one do you want me to kill? Do you have a preference? Nah, man, I, uh, I don't prefer to kill anybody. Well, if you're not good for the work, then I can find somewhere else to put the coin. No, 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 no. I, I told you I'm willing to kill anybody. I just don't prefer to kill anybody. Who do you want me to kill? We're old friends, you and I. I think, I think it would be a stretch of words to put it that way. I think it would what? be a tragedy for our diplomacy if the delegate were to meet unfortunate in. You want me to kill the guy from Griffinport? Or just give him something to remember Santitas by. Give him reason to remember the primacy he wasn't able to deliver. You, you know that you know that I'll probably foobar the whole fucking peace treaty, right? What do you gain from that? It weakens the primacy. Huh. 
Yeah, I imagine it would at that. Drives the echo up the wall. Roll persuasion. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna do it anyway. That's good because it was a two. <laughs> Fucking two. Um. I add stuff, but I don't care to even do that math. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Are you gonna take these from me? I I think I'm spilling some of the fucking on my chest here. It's gonna be right, sticky. Thank you. But there's a caveat. Uh, we. A what? We are going. We have a target that we are going to attempt to remove from play. Hmm. So I need you to not engage your attack before the shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. So as to not sour the hunter's perch. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Do you require money? Sure. He's being very helpful, and the fact that you brought up money made him realize he probably should ask. Uh, there grabs a handful of gold coins, which is about 23. I'm going to say 23 gold coins. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it offers yeah. that, because yeah, that, the bear doesn't have any idea. That's absolutely the cost of a noble's life, yeah. Do you require more? No. Nope. I kind of say I know how these things work. No, no, I don't require anything. Sounds good. It's going to be a fun day. And uh, the deed is done. I bring Reyes' things. Hey, how's point two? Uh, she is uh, sleeping, I think. That's not a euphemism, right? Point two's okay. How's my little buddy? And there just stares blankly. I, I deny. I will pay to hurt the person who hurts that little bot. Fucking love that little guy. I, I think it's fine. I... I'm not an artist officer. You'd have to ask nine. Good, good, good. I'm not even sure I know which one is which. Fucking racist. Uh, he walks back into the... I bring Rayesk his shit. Okay. I assume that Rayesk drinks his, uh, his, his, his fucking concoction. I will give him another DC-20 contract. He will have another shot at being sober. This one's a DC-20? It's still DC-20. It was always DC-20. It didn't change. You said DC-12 last time. No, mm -hmm. I did not. Okay. It just means you failed it that hard. At disadvantage, it was a... I'll let this one be flat. Oh. Because he got you all these cool ingredients, and you got the Eric special. He threw some more in it. Sure. He gave you a cup of his java. So, six. <laughs> nailed it. It, it, it. You you puke up whatever the fuck <laughs> Eric say, made. back up. <laughs> whatever the fuck Eric made for you is just the nastiest thing you've ever had in your life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, so, you know how you're more advanced than me? Yes. So there was a thing that the maker used to ask me all the time, and I couldn't really figure it out, and I was wondering if you would be able to help, because she's always wanted to know this thing. If we could tell her, that would be good. I designed to be helpful. Well, good. So, the question that she asks me all the time is, uh, does a set of all sets contain itself? Trying to short circuit thing with a logic problem. I'm fucking throwing it a paradox, Jay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to essentially distract it. Roll so me. So I can maybe slip away for a sec. Oh, 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 ding me. Ding me. Ding me. Mitch's random fact. Ow! Uh, the mathematical volume of a cone is infinite because the taper is always a percentage of the preceding measurement, which can never be zero, because nothing divided by anything equals zero. Therefore, the internal volume can have no capacity, because the point never exists. Mitch brought his own paradox. Brought to you by Uncomfortable Space Stuff. This seems to me like one of those rare times where we get to roll opposed intelligence checks. <laughs> uh, That's what right. this is. Fine. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a, a very, it's a state-of-the-art 
build unit like you, I'm going to give it a plus four. I mean, I'm aware of the fact that this is fully a trap. So <laughs> I'm aware that there's no real answer to this. I would be real upset. No, no, no. It's not going to hurt you, right but you're, it, it's like you're trying to literally you're trying to trip it up. So this is the uh, athletics versus acrobatics equivalent. We're going to go opposed. All right. Does that mean he can use wisdom instead? If he wanted to, but I don't think nine does. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> What'd you get? 17 plus four, Jay. You're shitting me. Because you know what? Do we rolled? need to roll again? Do we have to roll again? Yeah, so it says, fuck. Pathological <laughs> fallacy. That cannot be done. Wouldn't you? This statement is false. Low hanging fruit. Roll again. <laughs> that one's 11 plus four. This, it's, it's despite the stupidity of that, it's. Of course the statement is false. I still do not understand why you are doing such illogical things. It starts to mutter to itself, and, uh... Yes, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> uh, I guess run, if that's what you're doing. You don't know how long it's gonna be caught in that. Yeah, as it's as it's tripping over itself there, I'm gonna... Just... I'm gonna back out of the room around the corner, and I'm going to... I want, I need you to go out to the guys and tell them what we heard. There are several drones. There's Warforged... About 200 yards around, and Griddle listens in onto the Ion Towers. He knows. We need to go tell them. Don't get caught. Okay. All right, so point one hits the ground running. Um, I don't know what he's trying to do. Are you? It sounds like he's trying to do Mortal Kombat. Today, I have no idea. That's not right. Don't don't worry about it. Uh, so point one is way off. Yeah. Mitch could never get copyright struck because he'd have to he'd know. He'd have to know. Um, point one hits the ground running. Do you just go back into the room after releasing point one or? No, now I'm going to. Uh... Going to go to the general and get my root. Okay. Roll a stealth check for point one. Going to go ahead. I'm going to roll three flat D20s and I'm going to take the middle roll for the DC for point two to get out of here. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry, point one to get out of here. Okay. So 11. DC 11. A 15. Got All 10 right. plus two stealth and then plus my efficiency bonus is three. Point two hits the ground running, turns the corner just as like nine series seven steps out of the, the room uh, following behind you. Excuse me, where do you think you're going? Point two and point one ducks around the corner as it as it turns to look at you instead. I'm going to the general. I'm supposed to go and get my room for the meeting. I'm supposed to see you to the general. Oh, well, nobody told me that. I'm sorry. I would have told you to come with me. We can go now, though. Okay, let's go. Are you going to be on the route with me? No, I am strictly a laboratory model. Oh, well then are you allowed to leave the laboratory if you're a laboratory model? Yes, I have set on errands all the time. I know for a fact you were as well. You must stop these logical inconsistencies. I was just asking, because you said you were a laboratory model and then you're here leaving the laboratory. It's kind of odd. Yes, yes, yes. You demonstrate either a lack of understanding or a deceptiveness. I think it might be the first one. I haven't been here for a long time. Oh, yes, you are stupid and obsolete. Let's go. Okay. Damn. Where's the general? Takes you to the general. I'm going to, uh... You're gonna go to the general and save some time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, every now and then, just walk off in the complete opposite direction, because now I'm just angry and fucking with it. Sure. It takes a while to get to the general. Uh, constantly. No, this way. No, this way. Oh, sorry. I thought it was maybe over here. No, this way. Okay. Eventually you get to a a Warforged unit that's like six inches taller than all of the others and it's giving like directions 
to a troop of them. Alright, you, you are patrolling down Main Street. You, you are patrolling down 1st to 2nd. You, you are going down Flower Boulevard. Make sure you stay 200 feet away from anything unless something goes down or the Sentinel drones alert you. Okay, where do I go? Ah, uh, yes. You are the one sent to me by the Maker. That is correct. Yes, follow me. I will show you where to go. Oh, also, I have uh, 9 Series 7 with me too. Thank you, 9 Series 7. You may head back to the lab. Bye, enjoy your time in the lab. Yes, follow me. Okay. Uh, and he walks you down some stairs following the other units, but then he makes a left turn and he points into the room. Go in here and wait. This is my room? Yes. I don't see... I literally can't see the meeting from here. Go in here and wait. Get in the room. Or what? Roll initiative. Did the maker say to go in the room? He immediately reaches to grab nine. 14 plus three. Uh, roll an athletics check. Fuck, I'm rolling so good right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a good thing that's the game we're playing today. I know, right? It's an eight plus two. Oof. Uh, he shoves you hard in the chest, and Nine stumbles back three steps, and then it slams the door into your lock. Well, that was rude. Adaru, Rayask. Yes. All right, so you guys are getting set up. Uh, I've given you a little map of the city. Uh, I've pointed out this one little cul-de-sac. It's like an old market that's currently shut down due to the lockdown, where the meeting's supposed to take place. Uh, and if you guys move through the town, I'm gonna need the person best at stealth. I'm assuming Rask to go ahead and roll that stealth check to oh, get to rude. the location in town. That block. That was that also rude. Area. Sure. Um, at disadvantage or flat? Uh, you are still drunk. So if you don't want to lead the way, you could. Somebody could stop him actually from leading the way because I feel like Rask would try anyway. Well, is a 19 not good enough for no, you? 19 or? is good enough despite being drunk. Finn Boggy is like, ah, mm, hey, uh, maybe he shouldn't. Uh, but like, you just plow on through and he's just like everybody else just keeps up with you and just surprisingly nothing goes wrong you're cold there's something about uh not being able to call out very well was with was with Marta as Gretel was going to be around for the meeting as far as she knows all right do, do me a favor roll an athletics check for point one you got it. Dinny, dinny. Yo, 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 yo. Yo. What? Point one has a negative three to strength, which is the athletic stat. But okay. roll the fucking nat 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, nat 17. All right. Nat 20. Uh, I treat nat 20s as like story points anymore. Nat tw uh, point two. While you're doing your little powwow near, like, halfway to the location, fucking point two just tears ass around a corner. Like, doing the, doing the fucking Tom Cruise run. <laughs> and shows up with more intel. Guys! Guys, guys, guys! Yes. Uh, point. One. One, yes, yes, of course. Holy shit, you are fast. It's Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, hey, so, nine. Send me out to tell you guys that there are going to be several drones in the air watching over the meeting and the area surrounding it. And also, there's going to be war forest all around the meeting as well, about 200 yards or so. And Gretel knows everything that comes through the phones because he 
brought us the Hugh Towers. He might know everything. Well, that makes this a much more difficult operation. Also, Nine is being followed by another unit, so I don't know how much he's going to be able to, like, be alone, you know? It sounds like we won't be able to get anywhere close. Uh, Adairu calls point one. What? No, like, on the on the Yoon device. Adairu calls point one. What? Right here? There is too many things. Too many things are watching from here. We attack from south. Move plan for south. Oh. Okay. And there hangs up. And then there shrugs. It's worth a shot. So. That could help. If there's towers, though, it would know that we're right next to each other, right? I, I, don't, I don't think that's how that works. I don't know how they work. I didn't know you guys knew how to build cell phone towers. I'm kidding. That's not, that's not in there. <laughs> that was Ryan. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm trying to figure out, other than the fact that there's more patrol happening, how this changes our plans in any way, shape, or form. We were going to be careful already, right? We were going to get in a position where we are going to take the shot. What is the problem? There is a manic energy to Finboggy of, like, impatience, and, like, this man is manic. It seems like maybe we might want to at least take the shot from another position. We haven't even picked one yet. I have one that might work. But I hadn't shown Reyes yet. Okay, well, since they kind of know all the stuff, what if they change the meeting plan? Won't know till we get there. Uh, yeah, Finboggy's manic, man. Finboggy's out of his fucking mind right now. It, people are picking up on the fact that Finboggy's going through with this, but, like, this is his shot and he's gonna take it. How good are these floating drones at sea? At what range do they see effectively? It seems like they could see like anybody could see, but they have a narrow field of vision. As long as we are a hundred feet away from any of them, we should be beyond their field of view. They see like people. Can you see further than a hundred feet? Also, don't forget they move around. They have a narrow field of vision. Yes, I can see further than a hundred feet. Then treat them like somebody who can see like you can. They're dangerous. Okay. They can also hear, though that seems limited. And uh, that's to say that they are video gamey, and the fact that like if they're turned away from you, they straight up can't see you. Like they're like if it was a fucking game of uh of Solid Snake, man, their field of view is small, but they can see in front of themselves. Their peripheral is shit. Are we ready then? Do we know where we be shooting from? I I think so. We're still gonna be in the dark though, right? They can can they see? We're let's. It's it is twilight. It's about to be dark. Yes. By the time everything okay. goes down, it will be fully dark. Okay. They can see just as well in the dark. They have flashlights. Spotlights. So they can't see as well in the dark without the light. No. No. Two things that you should probably always aim for. The lights or, and the Yoon crystal. Perfect. That means that they don't see as well as I do because I can see better in the dark. Okay. Um. So we went over this before, right? But I am going to reiterate. There has a rifle. Adair has a rifle? Didn't go over that before. Adair has know. a rifle. No, we, we did. We did. We went over it very a long time It's been ago. a while. Um, yeah. But the, the, Just reminding the drones, you, Adair has a loaded rifle. You guys rifle. have witnessed the drones enough to know, and you've like heard Finn Boggy, who's been watching them, 
they have a fucking Yoon crystal attached to them, and he says that within, like, a couple of rounds of them accosting anybody that they can't immediately stun into submission, this crystal glows and more things show up. Which means that, like, if you are gonna fight one, it is in your best interest to either bring the, the whole machine down in a round, or to, uh, destroy that crystal. The machines themselves look fairly sturdy. And, uh... And they call immediately if they get attacked. Adheru backs him up, and tells Rask that even when Nine complied, they auto-call back up. So, like, you, you know, yeah. don't think that compliance will buy you time. It didn't for Nine. What Reyes is gonna do is he's gonna find the tallest building that gives him a vantage point. Now, obviously, that's hard to, that's hard to do based on the sort of layout, which you haven't described extremely well. Maybe you should. Sure. I was waiting for you guys um, to get done talking. Yeah. You guys cut me off when want... I was about to. So okay, then I'll let you do that, and then we're gonna get into it. Yeah, relay all this information to each other. So, uh, you guys skirt the outside edges. You guys quickly figure out where the patrols are with point one's warning, and you find yourselves checking out this market, which is like this L-shaped building surrounded by two smaller buildings, with which create like this L-shaped alleyway where the meeting is gonna go down. Uh, you know that soon they're gonna come straight from the fo- the uh, Martha's Fort to the north walk down this back street and come t- to meet whoever's going to meet them there. You're assuming that this person is going to be escorted here somehow from the gates, you imagine. Nearby, Finboggy points out one tower, uh, one building which he believes is like the easiest to get into safely. He's like, all we have to do is pick our moment to cross the street and we're there. He thinks that you guys should be able to get a viewpoint here. But that's his idea uh, based on what he thought himself capable of. And he makes that clear to you. Do you, you, do you want, do you have anywhere farther from the extraction point you could choose? It's a good point, but you know, you guys wanted to check it out. I'm not saying you have to use that one. I can extract whatever, but we'll need to change plan if that's the way it goes. And we don't know if we can let Nine know where the extraction is. The map view during this little meeting zooms out, spins around, and zooms back in over at the extraction point. It's about half a mile away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not half a mile. It's about, uh... So I want to say 300 yards, but that's a guesstimate. I'm not going to do the math right here. Oh, wait. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. 450 you ruler, feet right? away. Yep. So, yeah, it zooms back in, and there's this little gulch where the art was on the wall that Aderu saw in another episode. There is a small, small land bridge that kind of goes over it where that covers the art. and But it's also like an out, like it's practically like an old part of the city that no one really travels anymore, and thus there isn't a lot of policing going on. Like, Aderu uh, is believes that he can set up shop there without being seen and even if somebody shows up he can hide in the uh hide under the bridge i don't know what do you think are there any other buildings tall enough to get a vantage point of the meeting there's uh the old clock tower obviously but there is a drone on that one at all times as well as uh a war force that patrols the front street in front but it does have a better sight line I didn't pick it because I didn't think I could get through it. It is closer to extraction. It is closer to extraction. It is the better location, but the more dangerous one to achieve. The way I see it, we have two options available for quick infiltration and clean exfiltration without engaging beforehand. There's Fimbagi's option, which will make it difficult to get to the extraction point but not impossible. And then there is the riskier, but slightly higher reward option, 
of climbing to building of the market itself. It appears they only have one drone watching it in reasonable range. It's important to note that you also run the direct risk of being within range of everything that Griddle and Sieko and Martha know how to do. Yes. That one is the best reward at the highest risk. I'll do it if you want. Do you have a second gun like this? And are you I pull up the... No. There's no other sniper rifle, no. It is a Valerian contraband. Army. Yeah, no, it's not something you can just get yeah. hold of. You're special. Ah, uh, yes. I knew I was special. No, but it, but Finnboggy's we... got like eight rifles strapped on his back. Like, he's like, I got these. Like, they're loaded and ready to go, but they ain't special. If we take one of the watchers offline, will they know if it does not call? I don't know. They're new. Haven't tested it. How much time do we have? About an hour. So they're not, not enough for an experiment, then. As long as your experiment doesn't lead them to us, if you take one offline as an experiment, we cannot be with you. We have to keep our distance in case it doesn't work. The very nature of the experiment is I cannot say what would happen, Reyes. The problem is if they do know that he doesn't call back, you're immediately going to put everyone on alert. If the experiment is a success, it, it seems like a bad idea. My thoughts were we could try to bag the unit in the tower, so to speak. Blindfold it, if you will, to open up your vantage point. But if they be immediately knowing that the unit is offline, then that would waste time and eliminate options. I imagine we're going to have to take the one out if we take any uh, location they're patrolling. But... Even if we take it out, ideally we take it out just before it's time to shoot somebody. They don't have time to do anything about it. But I cannot be there to help you with that, and also make extraction. It's too far away. Uh, Reyes looks at Finbagi and he goes, How good at reloading are you? Incredibly quick. Been using these guns since before you were a child. Perfect. Today I propose we use Finbagi's original idea, then... After I make the shot, I hand the rifle to Fembagi and say, Can you reload the damnation bullet? I will then get us as close to the extraction point as possible. Everything about it stays the same. Fembagi figures himself out. We get out clean. We just need to know where nine is to be able to help. Why don't you just load your damnation bullet into another musket entirely? Because Why it wait? won't have the range. Ah. I see. Sure. Yeah, I can do that. Also, I heard Eric was in town. Maybe we can enlist his help. It has been arranged. Good, because we may need his help to get Nine out, as we have no idea where she will be. Uh, Nine, give us two muffled screams if you're safe. Okay, so we go with Finbagi's original plan. Yeah, it puts us very far away from the extraction point, but it is the, the safest for all involved. It is ever so slightly further, further away from the, the people so that I probably won't get hit by any of their bullshit. And I'll just have Finbagi reload real quick so that it doesn't take me an entire round to get back to shooting again. Yeah, in the meantime, I'll hand you a different gun. Are we done? All this discussion, and we're back to my original plan. Yes, as I said, the only vari vari variable 
is Nine. Yeah, we haven't heard from her. Yo, little one, where's Nine at? Where's she patrolling? I don't know. She sent me away to tell you guys that intel before we got her room. Alright, we'll just have to assume she's going to meet with us. Come with me. I'll show you how to get into that building. Easy peasy. I picked it because it's doable. And uh, because you went with his plan, there is no roles necessary. He just shows you his little back doorway in and you guys take position. Uh, before he does that, he turns to Adaru and he goes, Adaru, any questions? You need anything? I, I, no, my job is simple enough. I just manage extraction. Don't get seen. Make sure the door is open when you get here. All right. He hands you an extra rifle. It's quicker to fire him one, one after the other than load twice. Right. As you said, I'm a shot, but I'm not the best shot. Are we going to be alone? No. I will go with you. Little one, I'm always alone. It is fine. You may come with me. It's safer for you. Come, quick, quick, quick. Okay. All right, as you guys get your positions, nine. You got locked in a room. I sure did, and I'm not happy about Not my favorite place to be, or the place where I was told I was going to be either. Yeah, it's essentially like a, a fucking, like, under the stair, under a stairway closet, basically. Like, it's just a tiny little room. So, like... Harry Potter's like, oh, get out of my room, yeah, you Yeah, basically, it, it's like, <laughs> like, they did, they, they just led you into a space and shut, it has a sturdy, like, oak door, and you hear the sound of some, of, a of a bar getting thrown across it. Uh, can't see through the door, there's no windows in here at all. Uh, do you have a story point? I do, but I'm not gonna waste it on that. Then no. Okay. Uh, you hear the ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk of the police bot walking away. Okay, I'll wait until I can't hear it at all. And then uh, I will look. Well, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to start looking around the room. Is there anything in here useful at all? Roll investigation. What do I see? You know who I bet is comfortable? I bet point one is comfortable. I bet point one has lots of a room and a there's bag now that, you know, Chumbo's not there. Wow. Wow. He's very salty. He's been bitching at me for two weeks now. I bet. I can imagine so. I took his little that buddy. That is a 19. It's real rude of me. Is it 19? Uh, yes. Nine gets two buddies. I don't get one. Plus, I mean, nine. With perception, you said 19 plus one. Investigation. Investigation. Oh, well, then it's way higher. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. Uh, so, yeah, you. There's you, a 26. It's an old uh, supply closet, and it seems that, like, whoever. The robots got told to do a thing, and they didn't use a lot of, like, intelligence. They just sort of took uh, orders at face value, and they just put you in a sturdy room that they had available, and it happens to be an old like where old tools and paperwork goes like like people who can't bring themselves to throw this shit away so there's a handful of tools and a uh, a stat like a filing cabinet filing cabinet has a bunch of old schematics in it i want to talk shit on how illogical that closet sounds but we have what it work <laughs> yeah no i fuck you if you think that's not real <laughs> Absolutely fuck you if you think that's not real. That is the most real. I want, I want to bitch about it, but I've yeah, seen it. no, absolutely does, not. Does Nine still have all of her gear, including her big-ass fucking gun? I assume that, that the I... gun somehow goes into her thigh like every other RoboCop piece of shit she it has. Fo- it folds onto my back. Yeah. No one has taken it, so... Nobody, yes. yeah. Okay, I was just checking, because, like, that's something that wasn't really established. Yeah. And that's... No, it was, Jeff. The gun lance folds up and goes across your back. We've all played the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I haven't played Come Monster on, Hunter in a long time, so <laughs> I don't know if it folds or if you stick it in a secret pocket. I don't know. Yeah, it went into her secret pocket, yeah. It went into my prison wallet. So <laughs> I'm going to go and glance over the schematics real quick to see if it's anything important. Um, 
with uh, higher than 20 investigation, you don't see anything particularly. You see old Warforged, like, iterations. You see that she has moved up. You see that she's got some big-ass versions of you that she, that are old schematics. Like, she made some real scary war machines. Uh, most of these have, like, stamps that say shipped off to fucking Bree. You also see what another schematic, which you're about to, like, throw away, but then you realize that you saw it earlier today. And it's the, uh, the pylon from outside. I would like to read that. Yeah, that thing stops teleportation from working within city limits. They are established at periodic intervals around the city to make sure that an invasion through magic cannot happen. Into the city. You seem to see that she never bothered to make, because she can turn it off if you need to teleport out. But like, turning one off doesn't turn all of them off. No, there would appear to be a central uh, command unit. And it looks like by the schematics that she would put it in the fort somewhere. In the fort that I'm currently in. Yeah, you would guess. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, I'm going to look over uh, some of the schematics for the other series of nines. You just pocket them. We'll talk about it later. Fantastic. What I really want to do is... They're not uh, nines. Since they're, they're warforged in general, but yeah. Okay. I want to take a bunch of the tools in this room, and I want to uh, affix them to myself to try to look like Another Warforged in the schematic. Okay. Garden bot 3.4. As close <laughs> as I can get to one. Uh, roll, roll me uh, a disguise check. That's what this is. This is a disguise self. <laughs> it's just a really weird one. Yeah. I guess that's just deception. Is there, I don't, is yeah, there I believe, a disguise I believe check? it's under deception. Yeah, it's a deception check. That's a 10. You're a robot. You're a robot. You, you are garden. Fantastic. You look like nine if she was dressed up to be garden bot 3000. Cool. Okay. That works for her in the moment. So <laughs> when you get done and you look at your project and you know it's not good enough, but you also don't have time to do this it again. This will give me a C. This will give me a C yeah, and gonna, it's due today. I'm going to I'm going to take one of these tools and I'm going to go over to the door and uh, I'm going to you know take a look at this door. What's this door looking like? Are there hinges on here? Uh, and I just unscrew this motherfucker from the wall? Yeah, not, not not internal hinges. But um, you look at it and you believe that maybe you could do something? Do you have... You don't think you could do anything with a lock, because you don't have lockpick tools in here. That's not the kind of tools that are in this room. But you've got all sort, ding all me. manner of, like... Ding me. You've got a ding already. Ding me. Ding me. <laughs> ding me. He's like the devil on your shoulder. You know, just to just to buy myself some time to look over my shit. Fine, I'm gonna. Mitch's random fact. Ow! So the most common affixation of the hinges to that door for that time period would very likely time. be nails that would be driven through wow. the front of the door. <laughs> driven through the front of the door, through the bracket, into the back of the door, and then hammered over. There's nothing to unscrew, but you could theoretically unbend them and push them out. To How long the until the meeting? Um, You think that you have like 30 minutes to an hour? Ding me. Ding. Earliest iterations of uh, of you Keep buying him time. It's not going to help. <laughs> Early, earliest iterations of these tools included long flat uh, bars with a L hook in them for just these types of situations where you could just pull up a crossbar. Yeah. Your time is up, sir. I'm not going to give you a random fact. No, nope, ding me. You get one. Ding, ding me. Ding me. <laughs> ding. I know where you live, Jack. Yeah, no, I'm going to use these tools and I'm going to start fucking with the door. 
<laughs> Roll me an artificer check. All of that just to come down to the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, because I was gonna like be like, can I use right tool for the job for this? No, I can't. Ah, uh, so or at least it doesn't. Make it doesn't fit. seem. Yes, you can instantly make thieves tools. Yeah, you could make these tools. Yeah, but it would take an hour. Is the ah uh, no, you don't have the time. Uh, Nine comes out of the door. Is it done? <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> Intelligence that's eight plus four, twelve. Uh, I'm going to say it works, but I'm going to say that you now, after working for a really, it took long time to do. Uh, and you lose twenty minutes just trying to get the hinges out of this door. Eventually, they pop loose though, and you can get out. Okay. Um, based on. Based on the uh, schematics that I saw earlier for that thing, for the what are they? Sorry, ten four hours. The the schematic uh, referred to it as a uh, anti anti conjuration by teleportation device. (laughs) I'm gonna go find the central unit for all of them. Okay, Uh, roll me an investigation check to get through this place. Uh, also, roll me stealth because you're trying to hide. That is an eleven plus seven yeah, investigation. That's eighteen in the house. Eighteen for investigation. You're pretty sure you yeah. know where you would put it. You've gotten like a super minimalistic tour of the areas around here, but you feel like there's only one or two places it could be. Quick, you have to find the AMCD hub. You know that it has to be with as few walls around it as possible, so you suspect it would be up on the highest roof that it can be. Okay, I will head in that direction, and then for uh, stealth. I rolled a 19, but um, I do have disadvantage, so let me roll again. Okay. And that is an 18. Okay. You start moving your way through the castle. Rayisk, you set up shop. You found a window. You've got this sight line, and that's when you start to see the patrol bots pick up pace. More patrols start to enter the streets. Uh, Aderu, every, like, 10 minutes or so, where you're set up underneath the bridge, you watch a monitor drone pass on one side and a robot pass on the other end of the street. And you kind of figure out the timing over the next 20 minutes or so to just kind of duck your head when they would kind of pass by that street. I have uh, I have two questions. Uh, one is about where Ryan is. Uh, does Martha like being set up there because she can keep busy? Also, is the area around under the... <laughs> is the area under the bridge stone or soil? Um, cobble. Everything is cobblestone. So, okay. yes. Gravel. It's more like okay. gravel. Uh, Aderu is going to try to use some of his new druid shit and just make a, a neat little alcove to tuck into the wall with Move Earth. Okay. He got new spells. Oh, he's a, he's a so druid. The so objective, the objective is to make a recess into the wall so that the portal won't be as easy to see by a dude walking Love. by. Very, very clever. Yeah. With that, too, like I said, they don't patrol the street. Aderu feels secure here. No, that was Bruce. That was last campaign. Yeah. How, how's Mitch feel about the town of Santitas? He's been here three <laughs> times. Which one of these evil motherfuckers is you, Mitch? Well, anyway. We'll talk about that another time. Uh, uh, so, you and Finbagi set up shop. Uh, one of the things that you see is that Finbagi, once you get to his location, he's like, I'm glad I didn't have to come back here anyway. Thanks for picking my spot. And you see that he pulls out, like, this little fucking box with a plunger on it. And he's like, I was worried I was going to have to run back for this. And he unspools some wire out of a little compartment in the wall that he has set up. What are you going to do with that? Take a shit. He said it's a box of a plunger. It's obviously a porta john. He, he looks at you and he's like, Black powder. Black powder! Ka-chow! Black powder. <laughs> Bam! And you see, the lo- you see the wires that go into like the wall box and down the wall. 
and you realize that then you look down in the street that there's this like chunk of gravel that goes across the road and like it looks like somebody has hastily reburied a line all the way into the market square shit he smiles at you he's like let's do this and as he says that you hear like the loud chunk 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 of a of a trio of warforged units in the center of them all is this this well-dressed human man with a feather in his cap and he's kind of like timidly like looking around as he's being led by these warforged units and your your guess as he gets led forward since you've never seen anybody like this he's being escorted is that this must be Alec Lacourt and um Adaru from your vantage point uh you hear the some people walking down the road at the end of the street and they pass in the lamplight at the at the corner coming from the fort side and you recognize a group of four figures one in a wheelchair one a small gnome one in a long black cloak and another in a who's like seven feet tall also in a black cloak who stands towering over the others and keeps close to the gnome as they pass through the light uh obviously i mug them sure roll initiative uh <laughs> <laughs> they've got the best loot. Hey, hey, you know, normally a DM doesn't tell you this before you win the fight, but they have the best fucking loot, bro. <laughs> Fuck. That's because it's, it's safe to say when you're going to have to re-roll a new character. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh, they both sort of from various... Uh, for, you watch as LeCourt moves, and he watches as this group goes there, and you watch uh, as LeCourt ducks in, and you can see LeCourt stop just down your sight line. And you see that he sets up shop. The Warforged actually leave him and walk. Just keep walking forward, you assume, uh, away. Because you hear they're loud. Like, they're very loud. They, you can hear them moving through the night. And then you start to hear mumbling as it's very clear he is meeting with somebody and they are discussing the terms of this uh, this peace treaty here. But I don't see whoever's... You do not see them from where you are. I look at Bimbagi and I go... <sighs> I don't see anything. Give it a moment. They'll have to they'll have to shake us something at the end, right? Or sign something. They've got to talk to each other. Fuck. Looks like you're talking right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I see it. Can we get a Daru on the horn? Point one. Is with a Daru. They both got foes. Yes, yes. And uh, I pull out my phone. Call. Uh, point one. Yes. I don't know. Finn Boggy wanted to touch you. Things are. Complicated here, I'll tell you that. So far, no line of sight. That's not good. I'm aware. Adaru, I can't see anything. Do they want me to do something? Because I can take action, but it will complicate extraction. No. Adaru wants to do anything. No. Then why are you calling us? <laughs> I don't know. Vimbogi, what did you want? And Adaru just goes back to making his portal. Vimbogi, uh, what did you want? I don't fucking know, alright? Look. We can either trust that they'll cross the sight line, or we can change location. Wait, we've got some time. Yeah. If we have to change last minute, then we will. Do you need me to try to flush them in a direction? It'd be helpful if Eric was able to do something. What did you task him with? I can call him in, but I have no way of telling him which direction to chase them. There's a chance he would make it worse. I'd rather not start with making it worse. G give me a Finbogi. Give me a Finbogi. Yeah, I'm here. You're living a die by this plan, eh? Yeah. You want me to make it be done? I can get things to happen. 
What do you have in mind? I can come down to the head. Which, which alleyway? Which alleyway do I need to run them down? I can come to the head of the alley. I can take a shot. It won't do nothing, but it'll make them move away from me. And if I make them move away from me into your line of sight, then maybe that helps, eh? I don't like that plan. It's a backup. Uh, you, we don't need you. If that's all we're going to do, I can do it. Stay here. Fine. It's the last chance. I can't reload your bullet for you, though. No. I think we should wait a little first. I think we should wait for the peace treaty to be signed. Yes. Then if no opportunity arrives, then this is our plan B. I nod. If you want me to do the flushing, I got to move now. Otherwise, I won't be close enough. They'll be too far away before I can get to the position. Don't move. Which means my portal won't be an option. Don't uh, move. Make the call. Adair or Finbagi? Finbagi. Okay. Finbagi says, after you take the shot, push down on this. See you on the other side. And he hands you the little box, and he goes out a back door. I, um, I reach my claws forward, and I grab some, like, part of the wall or, like, part of the ground, whatever it'll grab. I push, and I hold on tight with my claws, and I push in, and I tuck the gun in close, making sure my aim is as steady as it can be, and, and I watch, and I wait. Finn Boggy would have a fucking Yoon phone by now, right? He's hanging out with Nine, who shits him out? Okay. Yeah, Nine gave him one. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I believe I recall Jay talking shit about I, not I, doing I, it. I couldn't stop him at a certain point. I was just doing what you wanted. You wanted everyone to have a phone. Yeah, no, I gave you too much power. I, I know, I recognize what happened. Nine, uh, <laughs> you, fi you find yourself on the rooftop tower. Uh, it looks like uh, the stonework is newer than most of the stonework in this fort. Like, they had to remodel it in the last decade or so. Something pretty big happened through here. But you find yourself eventually on the topmost tower. Uh, you recognize this tower as the place where the large red uh, gemstone uh, was seen when you first arrived in Santatus. Weird. Yeah. I would like to investigate this area some more, but I don't have time. So I'm going to find the box, and mm -hmm. I'm going to disable it. Yeah, you, you find the pylon. It seems to be uh, built into this machine, this this red gemstone, and you realize that this is it. This is the machine. This is what it does now. Uh, you see that it was repurposed. You can tell, like, as you're looking at it, that this thing used to do something else, but they changed what it did. Uh, and I'm going to need you to roll a uh, artificing check to see if you can do anything about it. You go around the back of it, and it's got a network. Step down to an HDMI. Step down to a USB. Step down to a USB-C. Step down to an Apple. <laughs> Fucking artificers, man. There's an 8 plus 4. 12. Your proficiency bonus is double for any ability check that you make use that uses your proficiency with a tool. Okay, so what is it really? 18. 18. 18 is so much better. 12 was not going to do it. It is. It's way better. Yeah, once yeah, again, no, this is very, I don't this is very add much, my proficiency to things. <laughs> yeah, this is very much like alien <laughs> technology to 9. To. Uh, but you've been working with... This is like alien as shit to 9, but you've been working with Martha all night. You've kind of picked up how some of her stuff works, and... Um, while you don't have, like, the requisite tools typically to interface, you do think that you should be able to hotwire this thing to do what you want it to do. You can go back to basics, and, uh, because everything's got to have hardwiring that makes it go, regardless mm -hmm. of what bullshit. So you're like, I can get into this thing. I can figure it out. Nine puts a splitter in between the HBC and the, uh, yeah. iPhone jack. Uh, the other thing you <laughs> notice is that this thing is 100% turned on. No one can teleport in or out of Santitas right now. No, I, uh, I intend to uh, turn it off. Okay. You start working on that. And uh, we're going to treat that as like a skill challenge every minute. First to three is uh, what we're going to do. Okay. And uh, we're going to start going back and forth between this because we're getting to the end of our of our moment. Aderu, 
One of the things that you've noticed is that more than a minute has gone by and your stupid little dance isn't doing any stupid little thing. Um, well, I am a rational seasoned druid now. But I ain't there. What the shit? Something is interfering. Not letting us go to the Feywild. How? I do not know. How? That's gonna happen? Yes. You, you can just turn off the Feywild. As you sit there, uh, you guys keep trying it, and you're starting to get, like, in tune with this portal, and every once in a while... Just keep trying. I will put all of, the, of my will into it. Maybe I am weaker than I thought. Uh, and you guys keep trying it. Every once in a while, you get, like, this flicker of a portal trying to open. And it's absolutely corresponding to when Nine fucking... Like, you don't know it, but somewhere up on, a, up on the tower, Nine has just jammed a screwdriver into something, and for a moment, it, like, clicks. What I do know is this is Nine's fault. Yes. I don't know how You're it's Nine's certain. fault. I don't know how it's Nine's fault, but it's Nine's fault. Um, in Atheru is going to pick up point one and call and tell point one to call Nine and talk to Nine through point one just to make it awkward because he's a boomer. Mm-hmm. Nine, Nine, can you hear me? Uh, it doesn't work like that. And also, Nine doesn't have a phone. How does Nine not have a phone? Say it. Uh, she gave it to this guy, Athos. There just quietly puts point one back wherever he got point one from and continues trying to fuck with the portal. All right, uh, Adaru, make me a spell casting check. That is your spell casting ability, which is now wisdom plus proficiency bonus. Oh, man. That's it. It fucking happened, guys. We got it. We're good oh. to go. Let's wrap this shit up. Four, baby! Yeah! Oh, that's ten. Wow. Nothing happens. That's ten total. Fantastic. Yeah, nothing happens with the portal. Uh, you're, you're staring at this dirt wall, and you and the reindeer are for the first time in total cahoots as you say, Fucking nine. What? <laughs> now, point two definitely can't hear the reindeer. <laughs> no. Rayisk, you get a phone call from Finboggy. Finboggy tells you, I'm in position. Found myself a little spot amongst the groceries. <sighs> I left you a few guns. You're drunk as fuck right now. Promise me that you can take this shot. I can take the shot. I've been working my whole life to get vengeance against one man. And I've put it all in you. I've got it. We'll wait for the signing. Roll one more constitution save. This one will not be a disadvantage. The DC has gone down to 15. I hit it. I hit it. I got it on the die before I even add anything to it. Fuck. Total is... It's a con save. Uh, 19. His need for you to be sober uh, settles into you, and it, and it helps you finally sober up. You, you wipe the perspiration out of your eyes. Ding me, and ding um, me, ding me. I'll sober up when it's time. When it's Absolutely time. not. When it's time. <laughs> he doesn't sweat. He's a fucking fish boy. But he's always exactly. got a climbing grip. Yeah, he's also very climbing. <laughs> and you set yourself up in the window. You watch patrols. Everybody goes, nine, give me a, another roll. 26. Adaru, the, watch uh, count now. all of a sudden... <laughs> You, you guys, the, the portal starts, like, flashing in. It, you haven't quite got it to shut off, but you're definitely in, like, messing up its signal to the other towers. And uh, with Adaru, the uh, the portal starts to, like, flicker in and out. Like, it's not taking. You see it go, like, it's like, shrinks and expands, like, repeatedly yeah. on the wall. Go ahead and roll me another 
spell use, like I said before. Yeah. And then to keep it interesting for Jeff as well, Jeff, you're going to roll a luck check as we go through these. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Ooh, so it, so it, it gets static, but it's only the size of someone's fucking head. Like you finally, like you, between you and the Magic Reindeer, you guys get it to, to a, a static portal and you see through it this window into like this verdant green forest. Uh, it looks like the, the leaves are starting to fall and it's like, well, that's our, we, you know, we can't fit. You have to throw point one through it. Uh, but, but at least we're getting somewhere. And then Rayisk, I want you to roll me a straight flat luck check. If you roll higher than a 15, one of the people on the other side of this, inter- this, uh, this peace talk will step forward into your line of sight. First rolls a six. Nothing happens. Nine. Yep. With a 26, you're feeling pretty confident. You feel like if you can just get a couple more minutes with this thing, you're going to get it done. 19. More, more, more. You Like, the, the flickering totally stops on uh, a Deru's end, but he can't get the portal any bigger. Roll another save. Roll another check. Uh, the Deru is, is going to, to do something here. Okay. Um, when I shift, I get advantage on wisdom checks or wisdom saves. I would like to use a story point to, in conjunction oh, with my origin being because of fucky wucky naked nature magic and naked having face spirit right here and using face spirit to open portal. I would like to use my story point and my shift to give myself advantage on these checks. Okay, can you give me the narrative that you have created with the story point? What what does Adaru do with his shifter nature that helps him here? Uh, so Adaru has a pile of dirt because he was excavating earlier. And so he just, he, he's getting really frustrated because he's a barbarian. What do? And so he stops and he sits and he takes a breath for a moment. And he just sits with the sword and he tries to sort of, not like attune with it, but align himself with the item better. So that instead of two entities working on the same task, it's more aligned with two entities working together on a task to aid each other. And he's effectively meditating though I don't know if he really knows what that is at this time. So he, he's going to do a meditative focus for about a minute and then try again. He's going to shift as he becomes more in tune with his natural energy. Love it. It's great. Keep doing what you're doing, Adair. Magic Ranger startles him. He shits himself. He drops his shift. <laughs> <laughs> Please, shitting your pants is the most natural thing you can do. You shift further. <laughs> well, with advantage... <laughs> With advantage, I got a 21. <laughs> a 21? Yeah. Okay. Move it up in the world. Incrementally. Portal, you, the portal had snapped shut when you kind of gave it a break, but you get you jump back up, and this minute you do the, the ritual again, uh, and you and when you when you finish the ritual, the portal opens fully. You believe that, like, people could crawl through it. It wouldn't be quick, but you could probably get everybody in. But you also know in that moment that you can do better. Rask, roll your luck check. 15 on the die, baby. You uh, you take a deep breath as Alec LaCourt says something uh, that you can't make out. And seems like he got a little heated at one of the members. And you watch as somebody steps into view. And you adjust your sight line. And directly under the hot sights of your sniper rifle is the small white-haired head. Of griddle. Standing next to him on his right appears to be this titanic bodyguard of, of some type. 
that steps up next to him, and it looks like he's brought his own personal, like, uh... Entourage. Yeah, entourage. And when the when it steps up, you watch Alec Court take a step back, but you Griddle is there. In your ear, you hear Finn Boggy say, No. Don't, don't, don't hold. Sierra's right fucking behind him. Don't do it. Like, he, you can tell he's not even talking to Reyes. He's basically praying to his gods. I'll wait. I would like to use uh, a story point to force you to make a will save. Dick move! <laughs> uh, Reyes grits his teeth and he, his finger hovers over that trigger. Before you say that number, I want to ask you what you think the DC for him to not pull the trigger should be. You know Reyes' hatred of Griddle more than mine. I don't know. Like, I think it should probably not be easy. It should uh, be very, very easy. I don't know if being drunk makes it better or worse, though. You sobered up a little bit. You don't have to make that take advantage unless you're role-playing that, but you've been role-playing an addict for a long time. Like I said, I'm making you set the DC for your own check. Fifteen. Fifteen? Fifteen. I'll accept it. What did you get on your will save? With this first roll that I already seen, or do I roll again? I would roll again. I would roll again. Let's keep it completely up on the up and up. The first one wasn't going to make it, but this second one gets so close. It's a 14. Oh, man. It's even worse that it's so close, because before you pull the trigger on Griddle, Sieko actually walks out. But this man doesn't mean anything to you. You've never dealt with Sieko. Sieko is a far-off, shadowy face that represents a set of problems that honestly are not as personal to Reisk. Griddle has stood over you with a knife and smiled at such good progress. Uh, nine, give me that last roll. Twenty-seven. Oh yeah, no, you 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 figure it out like oh oh no, it's the red wire, and you you just shut that shit down, and you hear like this powering down sound, and you couldn't really make it out until it goes away, but there was like a shimmering effect. It was so light, but once it's gone, you notice it's lack that shoots out across the entire city, uh, starting from wh- from your location. Just a, just a quick shout-out to Jeff for reminding me that I have to add proficiency bonus to things. Ha- absolutely. Uh, not only that, but you rolled so high that you are fairly certain that you should be able to use this because it is a teleportation circle, like, that's been, like, it, this teleportation magic. It's you believe co-opted. that you should be able to jack into this to give yourself a short-range teleport of some kind. Give it another minute. How far uh, can I get... To the spot. You, you think within... Uh, you're not certain. You, you feel like the accuracy of it is going to be really bad, and it'll be determined by your roll. Aderu, roll me one more spell save. <laughs> Am I still maintaining advantage? Oh, has yeah. it been a minute? Absolutely. <laughs> God, 21 again. All right. Uh, not Why do only, I even? <laughs> not, only, not only do you find... Yeah, not only do you find this perfect center that is solid as a rock, you know that you can roll this all day. <laughs> But the, you feel like the resistance against you and the magic reindeer just disappear. The spirit of Santitas fills you, and you realize that as it fills you, it's just more of yourself, this this energy of the forest. And the portal shows up bigger than you wanted it to because you were pumping so much energy into it. You're pretty sure you could walk side by side with everybody uh, once they get here. Yellowbird wrote that bitch. Reisk. If they get here. Roll an attack roll. At advantage because I'm attacking from stealth? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a rogue, whatever applies. Jesus fucking Christ. Why would you do this to me? So, what did you roll? 
three plus. Hold three. on, hold on. I never oh got to. With advantage. With advantage, I rolled a three. Oh my god. I rolled a nat one. So nine total. Do you have a story point? I will let you re-roll again. I do have a story point. Try it one more time. Hey, I'm gonna, I'd like to use a buddy point. Uh, maybe maybe don't use that dice ever again. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's still bad, but not as bad. Total of 17. You pull the trigger. The flash of black powder ignites next to your, your shoulder as the bullet travels up the muzzle and flies at high velocity toward the Archmage griddle. A seemingly innocuous gnome dressed in black robes. And you watch as the bullet, almost in slow motion, travels at this hated enemy of yours. Do me a favor and roll 20d10. That's so many d10, but okay. That's so many d10, yeah. Because this is the <laughs> fuck your warlock bullet. Ryan, Ryan, ding me. Well, no, he rolls Mitch. dice. <laughs> You had two! <laughs> Mitch's random fact. Ow! So bullet time is a real phenomenon. Uh, when adrenaline kicks off in your brain, it causes all of your brain synapses to open up their pathways, and they fire more quickly, causing you to actually perceive time faster than you normally do. I think it's uh, 25% faster or something like that. Not enough for a bullet, but it's a pretty significant boost. So when people say they feel like time slowed down, they yeah. sped up, technically. Uh, 82. You're lucky yeah. this is a long episode. Still faster than dice, Matt. <laughs> Last set. I feel like Jeff's rolling his dice in bullet time. <laughs> so, 101. Okay, 101. And then my sneak attack is 2d6. So that'll be 1. To, do you want me to add the what the rifle's supposed to be? Because the rifle's supposed to be 46. Jesus. What's your dexterity modifier? <laughs> three? You want me to add three? Yes. <laughs> That's 120. <laughs> Griddle's head explodes like a cantaloupe. Mm, satisfying. Several things happen immediately. The tall figure next to Griddle spasms, the robe flying off, and underneath you see this towering being that appears to be stitched out of flesh. It spasms and freaks out as Griddle goes down, robe falling off of it. It immediately looks in your direction, but then immediately slaps Alec LaCourt to the ground. Followed by Finbagi screaming in your earpiece, Risk! No! God damn it! You son of a bitch! And uh, then you hear guns going off across his phone as he apparently starts firing at... You see Sieko takes bullets in the back. He takes a round in the back. You get hear all sorts of commotion. You hear the sound of Warforged units clonk, 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 clonking down the street. You hear the, sound, the whirring noise of the monitor drones that fly, all converging on the location. Roll initiative.
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayesk, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.